0: This is the Kona Edge, the home of Ironman triathletes who dream of qualifying for the World Championships on the Big Island.
1: Welcome onto this edition of the Kona Edge. Uh, time to get on our bike, and we joined once again by Claire Davis, who finished fifth Ironman Kona 2016. Claire, welcome uh, onto the podcast. Thanks again for chatting to us.
0: Thanks for having me again, Brad.
1: Claire, you, you've said to me now our first couple of chats that uh, your bike is probably not your strongest. It is one or the one discipline you've had to work on pretty, pretty hard. So what are you What are you working on right now with regards to your bike? Is there anything that you're trying to improve as we speak?
0: I'm uh, still on this. Still trying to improve on the on the strength side of it, um, and also the efficiency of the of the pedal stroke and things like that. So, um, and also just riding more. I probably ride a lot less than a lot of other people. Um, who you know who qualified for Kona do it probably top out at maybe 300 kilometres a week, which some people would probably do in two days.
1: Do you, do you think that is one of the issues? Is just uh, I mean, compared to your swim, you spent hours and hours and hours in the water growing up. Do you think that uh, that's what it's going to take? Is just spending time on the bike, and over time it will improve.
0: Yeah, I think so. And a lot of people say this. You know, the key to the bike is riding more, and, and I totally
1: agree. As far as uh, the the things that you've done in in your sort of short uh, triathlon career with regards to the bike that you think have really helped, tell us a little bit about those.
0: Uh, So in the first half of 2016, I I started to ride a lot more, do a lot more hill work, um, which I was living in Singapore at the time and that's not the easiest thing to do because I think the highest um, elevation in Singapore is about 100 meters above sea level. So, trying to, to find vertical vertical kilometers is quite difficult. But um, so a lot of repeats. But I think the hill hill repetitions and riding more and more hills definitely helped. And I had a really good day out at um, Ironman 7.3 Bintan, which is quite a hilly course. Uh, and I think that that definitely showed that. The time on the hills was definitely working.
1: You, you mentioned uh, in our first chat about spending time on on the indoor and, and and getting some solid sort of workouts on there. What what are some of the things you love doing on a bike on, on an indoor trainer?
0: Um, I like the I do like the big gear stuff. Uh, just you know, trying to push the highest gear possible. Um, so I do do like things like that. Also, I. Because When I was living in Singapore, because of the, it's not that big and so trying to find kilometres out on the road is quite difficult, I'd quite often be told to go out on the road for three to four hours and then finish off inside on the, on the wind trainer to do, and just do three 20-minute TT efforts on the wind trainer um, to finish off the ride. So I think finishing off with that high-quality time trial indoors um, definitely helps.
1: We spoke about uh, alleviating boredom in in the pool and and how you do that. You also mentioned that uh, you you've done a couple of six hour really long indoor training sessions on the bike. What do you do to alleviate boredom on on the indoor trainer?
0: Um, try and find a really mind numbing move Well, not. My, you know a movie that doesn't need too much brain power to process um or watching watching sport on tv i think on that six hour uh session it was the the afl football grand final in australia that day so i was able to watch at least you know three hours of three hours of football so that was that was quite good um but other than that it'll just be music i think you know out on race day you're on your own anyway so it does actually help if you can switch off from outside instructions whilst you're on the trainer and sort of get you mentally prepared for being out on the bike on your own with no one to talk to or nothing to sort of entertain you for such a long time on race day
1: yeah without a doubt power you also mentioned power in your training with it has that been a, a game changer for you
0: yeah look i don't use i don't think i use it as uh as much as other people do um it sort of has been a bit of a a, a late addition to my to my training um 70.3s i won't ride to power i'll 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 race it out it will depend on what's happening in the race um kona was pretty much the first time that i rode to rode to a a a pre-decided power um and i think that that helps because it's so easy on race day just to blow those legs off in the first 50 kilometers um you know and then well, the conditions are good, and then the conditions get worse as the day goes on, and, and you've, you've burnt a whole lot of matches in that first 50K. So I think the power is really important on, in Kona.
1: Absolutely. Well, Claire, thank you so much for joining us on this edition of the Kona Edge. Much appreciated. We look forward to, to catching up next time out about your run. Thank
0: you. See ya. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Get better on the bike register for our next free live online bike seminar. Get to the KonaEdge.com slash bike
1: seminar now.